Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the EFG Daily Commute. My name is Stephen Dutzman, and I am your host, as always. And I am also the founder of EngagedFamilyGaming.com. That is a website on the internet where parents like myself and my co-hosts come together to give everyone the information they need to get their family game on. It is Wednesday. Sorry about yesterday. Didn't record a podcast on the way into the office. Um, it was twofold. One, my voice was still recovering from uh, PAX. Um, but... Also, I was listening to a super fascinating podcast. Uh, it's called The Retro Knots, where they were actually talking about Final Fantasy VI. And I decided to rest my voice while listening to a very interesting um, podcast about one of my favorite games of all time. So forgive me. I was listening. Um, it was very good. Uh, so if you look up Retro Knots, spelled like Astronauts, only instead of Astro, it's Retro. Um, and it, they've been doing deep dives into all the different Final Fantasy games. And man, do I really like it. Um, it is a very interesting listen. Um, so, yeah, that's, the re that, that's why I didn't record a podcast yesterday. Today, I wanted to talk about managing screen time. This is something that, that comes up a lot, and a lot of people ask me, um, and I, man, my views on this have evolved so much in the last six or so years, right? Basically, as long as I have owned and run Engaged Family Gaming, um, I've, I don't know, I probably had like a dozen or more opinions on how screen time should be handled. Um, and part of that is that it's super context sensitive, right? Like it's driven by what your kids want to do and what you want to do and what their relationships are with the media they're consuming. It really comes down to there is no one size fits all option. Um, you know, the, which the good news is that stance, the there is no one size fits all option is 100% congruent with the, um, American Pediatric Society's stance on this. I mean, they have said there is no one-size-fits-all option. The context matters. Um, and the, uh, the, the good doctor, Rachel Cower, said it uh, during our panel uh, this week, uh, this past weekend at PAX East. She said, um, she quoted someone else, and I'll have to, you know, get the quote from her. I think I'm going to try and write all this, is... Um, we don't think about food time when we eat, right? Like, obviously, what food that we eat matters, but we don't think about food time. Basically, uh, what she says is there's no, like, scientific measurement. The science is not valuable for trying to figure out, like, how much time we're doing this and how much time we're spending playing interactive and how much time we're doing educational and how much time we're using it to communicate or whatever. Um, it's just not valuable. So um, I, I want to talk about the um, couple of different ways that I have encountered um, screen time. Um, and, you know, let, let's talk, kind of talk about our, my evolution and then we'll talk about some of the plans um, that are available. And it's, each one is going to vary depending on your house. So first, um, here's my story, right? Uh, when my oldest son was born, this was 13 years ago, which is terrifying to think about it, um, I was terribly addicted to World of Warcraft. I mean, period, full stop. Um, it was not entirely, it was not impossible 
13 years ago. Um, for me to wake up on a Saturday, turn on World of Warcraft, and literally play it for an entire day. Maybe I would get up to put a load of laundry in. Maybe. But probably not. Very likely, um, it would be a... Um, you know, very likely, it would be just... I would just make a day go away. Um, possibly even two. Um, I remember distinctly that there were entire days that I play that I would wake up. We, we didn't have kids, so we would sleep in, and we would wake up at like eleven, and we would make some breakfast, and then I would sit on World of Warcraft and I would play, and then maybe we would go out like shopping or something. Um, but then I would sit down in the evening, um, and I would um, just play until stupid o'clock. And then I would go to sleep. And then I would rinse and repeat. Now, clearly, this was an unhealthy relationship that I had with this game, but at the time I didn't know it. It did not hurt that my wife's, and this is still one of her favorite pastimes, she would just love to quietly sit and read a book. She doesn't need to do something with me. Um, and there are a lot of people like that. Like her idea of being with me is being in the same room with me being able to look over and see me, etc. There are a lot of people who feel like that, feel that way, that they don't necessarily need to be with doing something together to feel being with them, right? So I would play World of Warcraft intensely. And then we had a son. And, um, you know, he hung out with me while I played World of Warcraft. I mean, we remember you know, all sorts of times where I would have him in, this was for like a year or two, um, I would hold him in like the snuggly pack thing and he would either sleep or I would hold him facing forward and he would, you know, bang on the keys every once in a while. Um, but eventually I stopped playing World of Warcraft because I realized that I had an unhealthy relationship with that game. Um, but it took until basically I had a second child to realize, whoa, this is, you know, too much. Um, and the, you know, so throughout that time we really didn't think about it other than I really wasn't concerned right like our kids really weren't spending a lot of time playing games right because they were very young you know an infant and a two-year-old like, they, they really didn't spend a lot of time but this is important I think um, they didn't spend a lot of time but you know I still had opinions right at, at that time I really didn't care I didn't think screen time was going to be a problem. Um, I didn't want to pay attention to the, this two-hour thing because that's what it was. It was two hours. I wasn't going to worry about it. Um, keep in mind, that was also before iPhones. Um, so it was um, – So I mean, that certainly was a challenge, I think. And so the um, – you know, eventually we had uh, – you know, Evan was old enough – to start playing games with me. Um, and that was around the time that Engage Family Gaming started. And, um, you know, we played we played a lot of games together. You know, we played Skylanders, we played mobile games together, things like that. Um, and again, I, I wasn't concerned about time that was spent. And, you know, it was more about, you know, was he having fun? Was he engaged? 
And, you know, as they got older, I, I started to be a little bit more aware, right? I listened more, I read more. And that, that was a big piece of it, right? Like, as I've been running Engaged Family Gaming, I mean, I, every, it feels like every day I meet somebody smarter than me, right? Um, Max Tavey over in the UK, and Andy Robertson over in the UK, and Dr. Rachel Coward, um, Amanda Farrow, um, you know, who has, who's very well read and well spoken on the subject, um, and countless others, right? You know, that, and a lot of folks have, you kind of broadened my perspective on, you know, what these things are. And it ultimately came down to, um, and where I settled on is rather than, because I still never felt like, I felt kind of hypocritical to be like, you can't play these things um, and then do it myself. Because I still do, you know, on occasion, especially, you know, we, we've all talked about or heard the story of what happened when I played Horizon Zero Dawn for 27 hours over two days, right? You know, when I get into a game, I get into a game. And um, so the question became, you know, is it hypocritical for me to be like, no, you can't do this and then do it myself. And so now we, you know, and I feel like it is. I don't get super privileges just because I'm an adult um, because these are not arbitrary limitations that you put on gaming, right? Like it's all about balance and balance is not a punishment. Balance is the way that everything should be. So, and, and that's really where I've come down on now is that everything needs to be all about balance um, and too much time doing any one thing crowds out everything else. I mean, I absolutely feel that knowledge of video games is a cultural competency, meaning it is um, it is important that you at least understand what video games are and have a history with them because um, everyone plays them, right? So the, um, the, the reality is eventually you're going to be in an elevator with a suit at a job and things that are expected to be core cultural competencies are going to come up. Um, they, when, when I started in corporate America, it was sports. I live in the, in the Northeast, right? I live in Connecticut. So I'm expected to know about the Patriots and the Red Sox and things like that. And it is actually the fact that I didn't at that time was a problem, you know? So I had to go and force that balance by, I watch football and I loosely follow other sports, right? Because I want to be able to talk to people about things that matter to them. Well, video games is a similar thing, right? Um, because if we fast forward 15 years, if you think about how everyone plays Fortnite, a lot of our kids' bosses and coworkers will also have played Fortnite. So by saying that they are not allowed to play or by kind of robbing them of that context, I honestly believe that it's now the same as a lot, you know, I never played Little League, right? Um, and I know it's hard to picture that, but I, I, it's absolutely 
um, a very strong possibility, especially with how ubiquitous it is, right? Now, I'm not necessarily saying that everybody needs to turn around and turn their kid into a Fortnite pro, but not having any experience with it at all not only will rob them in the future, but it robs them now. I mean, we've talked about the story about why I let them play, why I encouraged my wife to allow them to play. It was because they went to summer camp and that's all the kids did and talked about. They played Fortnite. They talked about Fortnite. And our kids who were playing Overwatch, right, because that was kind of the, the, the shooter du jour that we were allowing them to consume, uh, that was old hat because Fortnite just kind of really ate its lunch amongst that demographic. They came home, they were miserable from summer camp because everybody was telling Fortnite stories. So we let them play. Um, so I've, I've, that's how I've come, that's where I come down now, that it really is all about balance. So let's talk about some different strategies that people use to enforce that. Um, some people, it's schedule. And that's where a hard limit on the amount of screen time actually valid is valid um, and that works great with families who have every minute planned down to the minute or every day planned down to the minute right um, I have a couple of friends who are you know adjacent to the site might even be listening to this and um, they're hockey families every minute of every week every day there is hockey stuff going on there getting their gear ready, they're going to hockey games, whatever, right? They are all important. Um, they actually, you know, saying, okay, screen time is a thing now, you get an hour. That's a big deal because, number one, it's a privilege, uh, but also, like it says, guarantees it and says, listen, this is how much time you will get. Um barring shenanigans. So for families like that, where everything is scheduled, um, man, is it a great way to kind of force that balance, give them time, um, but also, you know, kind of recognize its place in what everybody does. Um, and it's not just hockey, right? I mean, soccer and baseball, but it just feels like it's hockey season. And I just see a lot of hockey moms and dads just really, kind of freaking out because there's so much hockey going on. I'm somewhat glad that my kids don't play hockey because uh, I'm not sure I would make it. So um, so that's one. Um, another is, and this is what we use, um, we use screen time and I use screen time very loosely. We use video game time um, as currency. You earn it. You've got to do your stuff to get it. So the default is actually zero in our house. The default is zero. You are not guaranteed anything unless we as a family are watching a Netflix show together or something like that, right? But like your solitary screen time is set to zero every day and you need to earn it. Um, and you know, you earn it by doing your homework and taking care of yourself and doing your chores um, and working on projects with mom and dad. You know, maybe we need to, you know, short out, the, you know, sort out the, the, the shoe bin or, um, you know, whatever, right? Like you earn it in our house by working on it, but the default is zero. Um, but we know they're going to get screen time every day. They do in our house. Um, but 
you know, barring something weird, um, that just means they need to earn it. Sometimes it's just empty the dishwasher and that might be enough. So, um, but the biggest one for us is don't complain about those rules um, because you got to follow them. And we follow those same rules. We got to do our chores too before we can sit down and work with a screen, which is super important for me considering the bulk of my job here involves a screen. So that's another possibility, using it as a currency. Again, that's not going to work in every house. Some houses are going to be um, in such a way that you know, they don't have time to, to do something to earn their screen time. It might be that they have to do this thing now because they got to go to practice. And by the time they come back from practice, they have just enough time to maybe unload the dishwasher or something and then go home. They, you can't really reverse it, right? Because generally, um, if they're doing it right and they're being efficient, screen time will be more time than what it'll take to do their chores or their homework, right? If they're efficient. Um... And it just doesn't work in other places where things are too scheduled. And so, so that's an option. Um, another one, and this was described to me by um, a, a woman that attended our panel. And she made a suggestion about how screen time is handled in her house. And I really, really, really liked it. Um, and I think it's probably you know, could be used either on its own or as like an add-on to some of the other things. But what they do is they treat screens like food groups. So for example, for them, YouTube is a sometimes food, meaning you really, you know, it's the same thing as candy. Like you really don't get it all the time or every day. Um, and they really encourage their kids to kind of be a little bit more self-directed by explaining what kind of games and activities they're supporting. Um, and I think that's awesome. Um, I think that's brilliant. Um, so, you know, it, it, looking at the food pyramid, right? You know, there are certain things that are better. There are clearly things that are better than others. Obviously, that's going to vary from household to household. Um, like, for example, I really like it when my kids play games together. So for me, I would be more likely to want them to play a game together than to play games separately. Um, and we also do work. And sometimes I need kids to test games with me. So sometimes they get to play a game when maybe they wouldn't otherwise because I need to do my work. Now, obviously, that's going to be different in households that don't do content, right? Um, I... You know, we're starting a streaming schedule soon. It's entirely possible that there will be days where Jacob will be streaming because that is what he has earned. But we, well, he'll be streaming because that's what his job is, but he won't have any other screen time otherwise because maybe he hasn't earned it or maybe think other things have been taken away or something like that. But the idea of treating them like food groups where you really prioritize and say, okay, these are the things that I would prefer. Um, and these are the things that you really shouldn't expect to be able to do every day um, and treating it like a food pyramid. I think that's brilliant. Um, and I'm really happy that she mentioned that. So um, this, th these are just some of my ideas. Uh, some of the things that I've learned, uh, some of my, my thoughts, experiences, opinions, I'd love yours. I'm going to go ahead and share this into the um, 
Engage Family Gaming community. Uh, and I'd love to, I'd love for you to join it. Go to engagefamilygaming.com slash community there. Um, and I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Um, how do you handle screen time? Um, and yeah, let's have a discussion. So uh, I'm going to finish my ride to work. I do hope you all have a great day. And until next time, don't forget to get your family game on. We'll talk to you soon. Bye now.